You're listening to The Dude Grow Show, coming straight out of Denver, Colorado, bringing you marijuana grow knowledge, news, and culture. At the tone, the time will be 4.20. Exactly. Cannabis news this week in cannabis coming. I'm not going to even say it, man. We are here broadcasting the news and uh, hanging out, Scotty, Mr. Reels, and uh, yeah, see what kind of show we can throw together for you guys. Here's one of the uh, I won't say easier of the shows, but it does make me feel it's a more casual hanging out, hanging out on Friday. Yeah, man, just talking about some what's going on, you know, what's interesting, man, this week, man. Did you find anything good, uh, anyhow, man? A correction. I have a correction. All right. Um, but not a correction. We got a little uh, advice from Kool-Aid. Uh, he was, we were talking about picograms, man. Picograms. Oh, yeah. That's what is picograms, new, man? The new breathalyzer, um, which I think we can talk a little bit about coming up, is going to be measuring picograms. And dude and Scotty, it goes as follows. If you're ready, get your pens out. All right. Pencils, let's do it. Please. A milligram is one one thousand of a gram. Okay. A microgram is one ten thousandths of a gram. Got it. Now a nanogram, you know, nanogram is one one hundredths thousand, if I'm saying that right, Jesus of a gram. Now Christ. picogram, man, pico, one one millionth of a gram. So picogram is pretty accurate, man. Jeez. It's like parts per million, right? That's like parts per freaking trillion, man. That's crazy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, well, th- thanks for the schooling, Kool-Aid. Appreciate I'm it, quite man. quite sure what we're... Yes. Um, Thanks for breaking the now, stereotype, man. You know, one <laughs> smart-ass stoner at a time, man. I love it. Uh, let's keep uh, not pushing, but if you guys didn't hear the last show, we're giving away the uh, first, second, third place, first place for Christmas-themed memes or, you know, whatever you want to, I don't know if you're an artist, whatever kind of idea you have, but upload them to the meme generator, show your, your DGC, you know, Christmas spirit, <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> We will, uh, first place is getting a Mars Hydro, is it the 300, I believe? It's called 300? Yep. Uh, LED, and if you want to hear more about that light and what we're talking about, just refer to episode uh, 180. And first, and a Sun Winch from Sunlight Supply, so you can be fancy remote control, Mr. Remote Control and raise and lower your light automatically. Um, the second place is just a Mars Hydro, no, no, uh, no, sun, no Sun Winch. And then third place is a Sun Winch on its own. That needs a remote control, <laughs> so which which Digger said you can pick up wherever you want. Amazon, eBay, they got the remote controls can be sold separately. There so you go, man. That's the current current contest, man. And when you light up that Mars, dude, it will look like Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was nice of him, man. Digger just had some extra equipment. He's all into LEDs, so he figured uh, he had these that he's not using. I, I think they're more of an entry level LED. And he said, "Fuck it, come on, let's give them to somebody." You know, in the Christmas spirit, man, there really is. It's true, true to the Christmas spirit, man. So right on. I hope somebody uh, is really happy with that stuff, man. And speaking LED, yeah, man. brings me into uh, 
Cannabis Cup Talk, man. Spectrum King has been wanting to jive with us a little and some other people. We're trying to figure out what we got going on for Cannabis Cup this year. Um, you know, me and Scotty were talking. It is a little it is a little intimidating with the amount of uh, work and straight up, I mean, I'm not going to lie, the amount of money involved to get this shit on lockdown. So we're still... Man, I don't know if intimidating the is the right word, man. Just uh, crazy, ridiculous, insane, <laughs> you know? Yeah, didn't you say it's five days? It's, is that what you said this year? Yeah, I heard it's five days. Is that's what Doctor J says, man? I'm just we're just getting you know the uh, the inside scoop, man. But Doctor J knows you're going to trust Doctor J's information. Yeah, yeah, man. I think just yeah, I believe you. he was just talking. I think he just got the packet this morning, is what he was saying. And uh, man, I, you know, I mean, Jesus Christ, yeah, I gotta. You know, whatever. I'll just start taking vitamins or start working out or something, man. They're making five <laughs> days, man. Uh, that's crazy. So I don't know. It just it seems pretty crazy. It sounds like it might be work, man. I think I might just want to go hang out. I know sometimes last year I did get stuck in the booth a little bit, man. Might be fun to be able to uh, cruise around and uh, maybe just build a posse. I don't know, man. What are you thinking? I think we're just going to have to, we're going to talk with Brennan over there at Spectrum King a little bit and we'll try to figure something out. But like Scotty said, I mean, can't you know always be there five five days is intense man I, which regardless we don't have to do every day but we'd like to we're gonna figure some out either way even if we didn't have a booth um you know we'll figure out a way to hang uh we're going to the cup either way for sure for a few days yeah, i mean i'm definitely absolutely. gonna go to the, it takes a good couple days to take it all in let us know what you guys think man we we're thinking of like maybe oh maybe we'll do like a kickstarter campaign or something i mean last year we were now able that to um like work man a little bit, little bit. <laughs> but <laughs> you guys give us any feedback if you got it uh, and anything, you know, get a hold of us. If you guys want to, uh, which reminds me as far as contacting um, the show over at dudegrows.com, you can click on the submit button. Um, and also that's how you're going to get your memes up there. If you guys want to try and win that LED, dudegrows.com and just click on the meme generator. Uh, and we're going to do whichever one is the most liked meme is going to be the, you know, in, in order of first, second, third. So I'm so, that'll be that's a nice uh, nice package there for when we do that by let's just say we're gonna get it done before Christmas fair enough yeah man definitely let's uh I don't know, let's let's uh, see how it goes man let's I, I really don't know I don't even know what day it is today dude <laughs> <laughs> so uh, if you want I'm gonna give a shout out to speaking of Christmas hook yourself up with a nice vape pen man the Orb three from Source Vape uh, Ben we we just sent Source Vape an email we're trying to hook them get some more. Uh, I won't, I won't call it, I guess samples, but we're just trying to get some more shit, some more for the for the crew, trying to get our hands on some more pens. I think Scotty probably, totally we've already given out, like, I'm thinking like seven or eight, right? Yeah, we gave out a bunch, man. You know, you'd be surprised behind the scenes how, how many people are like, yo, that, that good vape pen you got, you know, the good shit, man. You know, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, but that's good stuff, man. And I, I like giving those away, man. It's kind of something that kind of everybody can use, or at least everybody with access to wax can use, man. I want to get them engraved, man. The vape pen says DGC up on the upper part. A little metal engravement. <laughs> nice. Um, but yeah, if you guys want to support that, uh, help you know support the show and get a good pen, sourcevapes.com. Coupon code DUDE will hook you up. And like I said, I'm, I'm, I haven't used a dry herb, but I, I am definitely a fan so far of the Orb 3. I'm on my 45th, maybe month and a half in um every day daily using it and still haven't replaced my double double quartz coils 
that I just keep loading shatter on. So it's right? good to me so far, man. I got some uh, uh some you... re- press release from them or something that said uh, they had a, a new one coming out that was going to have a one uh-huh. one gram bowl in it. So basically, you could just fill it in a cup, I think they call it, but a little cup that you fill with. You can fill it up to a gram, and you just sit there and bubble it off, man. That's awesome, man. It is. I got to order a couple of their, uh, if anybody's tried them, I haven't tried them yet. A couple of their pens, I think they're back ordered, um, that are $9.95, kind of like the uh, take it on vacation and leave it vape pen. Yeah. So. You, you, know, you expect what you pay for there, buddy. <laughs> oh, for sure. I just expect it to get it get me through the you know I'm you know many you know works for a week for me. I'm I'm fine. Right. Uh, right. Hey, man. You know what? Can I hijack a story, man, real quick, or can I pop hijack it? Look, man. There was a, a OG dirtbag called me up a couple days ago, and he was like, "Did you see this? Uh, you know, everything carcinogenics uh, linked to lung disease, and I think they call it popcorn lung. That's from uh, all the e juice and all that liquid stuff that everybody's smoking. You know, we always see everybody smoking those vaporizers and every, you know, the vapor pens. Bizarro juice. Yeah, bizarro juice, and it's all propylene glycol. You know, at least that's a big, uh, uh, you know, a, a big component of it. And uh, they're saying, man, that it definitely, you know, it took, took a little while to do some studies, but there's this Harvard study that just came out that's, <laughs> this is so shady, it says, Occupational Safety and Health Administration and the Flavorings Industry. You know, I'm like, whoa, flavorings. Like, that's <laughs> creepy, man. It sounds like something like Clark Griswold would work for, man, you know? Yeah, but at least you quit smoking cigarettes, right? That's what I'm saying. But now you're inhaling his propylene glycol. <laughs> My buddy was telling me, I, you know, I was talking to OG Dirtbag. He's like, dude, I just went in a test drive a Tesla or whatever. He's with his buddy at test drove a Tesla. And he goes, the engines are cooled with propylene glycol. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, you know, smoking engine coolant there, man. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah anyway you know they seem to know what's up over at harvard anyway yeah they were just they they studied it and they were saying like it's linked to like these weird lung diseases like that like welders get and shit like this popcorn lung and, and stuff <laughs> it's weird and uh yeah it was just a bummer man i mean you can just you could google harvard popcorn lung i put this one over i put a link over in the show notes you can get to it uh, over at dudegrows.com <laughs> but uh harvard popcorn yeah lung. the study was published online today in the environmental health perspective so that's uh that's one of them one of them fancy journals man but uh yeah it's pretty creepy right. man recognition of the hazards associated with inhaling flavored chemicals starts with popcorn started with popcorn lung over a decade ago However, it says diacetyl, which I guess is in all the flavorings and other related flavoring chemicals are used in many other flavors beyond butter flavored popcorn. Oh, I get, oh, it's a flavor. It's a butter flavored popcorn thingy bajigger, man. One of those crazy chemicals that they use to make that fake butter, mm-hmm. uh, including fruit flavors, alcohol flavor, and what we learned in our study, candy flavored e-cigarettes said lead 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 author joseph allen assistant professor of exposure assessment sciences you know i was going to be an exposure assessment scientist except i uh, didn't and still don't know what it really is <laughs> um no i wouldn't know either so are you done with that story because I, I got distracted by a picture sorry man yeah but that 
That's crazy, though. You got to admit, that's fucking crazy that everybody's been sucking down uh, these. Dude, I see people that are just sucking on uh, e-cigs, man, you know? Oh, yeah. I and, saw that the sunroof of this car just the other day. It was <laughs> I like, love it. It's like, what's coming on out that, man? This guy was just had that huge, like, vape pen probably filled up with bizarro juice just trying to make, you know, the cool chimney out the sunroof. Ah, uh, yeah, man. That's, that's so funny, man. But anyway, I just wanted to say, so it's, you know, as a segue... I've just been smoking wax, man, and got you know that's why I was just thinking about that big one gram pen, man. You know that one gram cup. I mean, as these companies figure this shit out and they figure out a way where you can just load a gram of wax in and go out for you know smoke that shit all night with your friends, man. I mean, it'll last a while. Uh, that's the way to go, man. I don't know about you know diluting all the stuff and making the juice. The juice is cool as hell. Like it's convenient rather. You know how it works, but uh, I don't like the taste of it. First off, I do find it it affects the taste. You know of, of the. What are you talking about like CO two extraction when it's not, like no, a, not a the CO two when they pen? mix it with uh, propylene glycol and what is a vegetal something? I don't I don't even remember. glycerin. I think it's vegetable vegetable glycerin or something and propylene glycol, and they'll mix it together and that's how they'll dilute wax to make a you know to make e juice and it just uh it doesn't taste that good you know it doesn't taste nearly as good as hitting that wax so yeah i'm all for just using pure wax man you know and just finding right. the right pen i'm a fan that's all i've ever used oh wax or shatter i haven't used anything else in the concentrate arena i do like co2 i mean hash oil, bubble man. hash and that shit that co2 what's that, that co2 oil is pretty cool man because it comes out the way if you do it right it comes out as a liquid if you run it at the right pressure and uh you don't need any kind of cut for it man you can just put that right yeah. in the pen, man. It's, a, it's sometimes a little thick, but you know, some guys are getting it right. We'll pull up. We'll go back up to story number one here and check out this picture of this kind bud, man. I mean, it's just unbelievable. <laughs> what I'm looking at is uh, this shit looks like it's just a picture of a guy oh, in uh, no. he has rubber gloves on, and it looks like the crap. What you it reminds me, if man. you ever you know cleaned cleaned out under your lawn. Oh my god, I was gonna say that exact same thing. Yeah, it looks like the shit that sticks to the side of like your wall, your lawn. All right, but hands about- hands up. Who's never tricked somebody with that shit, man? Because I definitely put a whole bunch of it in a bag one day and freaked my roommates out. Man, I was cleaning the lawnmower, and it was all just stuck underneath from last year. So I just put it in like a gallon Ziploc bag and just left it around the house. And my roommates that didn't smoke weed came in and were like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby. So uh, this this is what happens when you um, do meth and you're a grower. A man, authorities say, who is growing marijuana in Central Florida storage unit, this is in Edgewater, panicked when he heard a, hel- he heard a police helicopter hovering nearby and called 911 to surrender. The problem? Edgewater police officers were in the neighborhood Wednesday afternoon to investigate an unrelated suspicious death. Um, 47-year-old Jasper told the dispatcher he was the guy they were looking for <laughs> and adding he wanted to come out without being shot. <laughs> Um, so an officer called and got directions to a storage unit police found oh my gosh 150 grams of cultivated marijuana wow nine nine plants plants. inside why didn't he just tell him to go back in his house dude anyway well he got it and he faces charges of growing marijuana within a thousand feet of a school out of all the damn storage units out there jasper like, I mean, come on. You could, you could have at least gotten one that was more than a 1,000 feet from a school. And get off that edgy shit. <laughs> yeah, that sucks, man. And Jasper, man, I hope you listen to the show because your weed, I don't know. I wish I had one of my Your Weed Sucks cards, man. I don't mean to kick a man when he's down, man. I really don't. But, wow, that's not a good-looking 
bud or whatever. I hope is. that's a like a stock photo, and that's not Jasper. I hope not either. Grow. I hope not either. But that's <laughs> uh, that's what I mean, man. You're growing nine plants. You obviously just want to smoke, man. You know that's not enough to go and make any money with. Just fucking tell the guy to go back in his house, man, and mark him down as crazy. Come on, man. <laughs> nine plants, nine thousand watts. You could do whatever you want. Right. All right. I heard that, you know, of course, Scott Weiland died, man. You know, respect, man. He was a really good, a good front man, man. I enjoyed it. I've seen STP a couple times, man. And, uh, yeah. He had a, you know, some pretty bad drug problems, man. And I heard he just walked up to a cop one time and just said the same thing. He just goes, yeah, man. Yeah, I got heroin on me. Fine. And the cop was like, uh, uh, okay, you know, but I mean, he totally unsuspecting and just, I think that shit happens sometimes. Think about if you're sitting in a grow and all of a sudden, dude, the fucking, I was a couple weeks ago, man. They're, they must have been looking for somebody running through the neighborhood or somebody that ran from a car or something. But, you know, I live on a fairly, you know, you know, through street, I guess. And dude, all of a sudden there's six or seven cops all around the neighborhood. They're using my, you know, in front of my house as a little staging area and hanging out and talking. If you're the least bit paranoid, if you're if you're doing anything wrong, you're scared shitless at that point. You know, you're in there fucking with the garbage disposal, fucking chopping your plants down and shit. You know, and you know, I mean, for me, I was just that's not gonna work. Yeah, it's wonderful to be in Colorado where I'm just like, yeah, let them come in, man. I'll fucking <laughs> I'm ready. You know, I'm absolutely ready for it, man. Everything's tip top in my place, man. You know. Dude, if you don't have the, you know, the the red button mounted to the wall that's titled Grow Destruct that sets off napalm above your plants, <laughs> like, for the emergency situation, then you, you know, anyway. Good, good, this, good, we'll go good garbage we'll go. disposal never hurt nobody, man. Have a good Badger 5 in the house, man, you know. But, uh... Badger 5. <laughs> Oh, shit. Uh, this this next story was we were actually talking on uh, Wednesday a little bit um, Wednesday show with what's growing on about crap potentially happening and shit that can stress you out through grow. Uh, so I just found the story interesting. I was questioning Scotty was like, man, do you really think they you know try to give rewards to like power company guy or somebody that you know that's outside of law enforcement trying to pop a grow? Right. So this is in Asheville, let's I believe North Carolina. Um, a man is facing a series of charges related to growing. Oh, that is um, not a stock photo. That is one bummed out dude right there, man. Yeah, super bummed out dude. Just looks like your average dro. Doesn't look like, you know, the uh, super scary, uh, you know, picture of a crazy, crazed criminal Fuck that no. they can get. But this is uh, Andre, 32, 32, um, over on Rash Road, charged Tuesday with felony counts of possession with intent to manufacture, sell, deliver. Um, and maintaining a dwelling for controlled, man, this sounds so intense, maintaining a dwelling for a controlled substance, possession of a scheduled one controlled substance and misdemeanor possession of marijuana paraphernalia. So they found his bond. According According to to Burncombe County magistrates. All right. Wherever Burncombe County is, Asheville, dude, fucking that's crazy, man. I mean, you are fucking coming down hard on this dude. What did he do, man? How many plants? Buncombe, Buncombe. So what's he got? Anyway, yeah. 5,000 grams of pot, He's, man? What's that? It's like 12 pounds or something. It's a decent harvest and some psilocybin mushrooms. All right, I'm trying to trying to be cool here, man. All right, this isn't looking good, dude. And marijuana growing equipment, according to warrants, man. All right. So yeah, so according likes to, party, to search man. warrant. What the fuck? Is it against the law to fucking have by- 10 pounds of weed and a little bit of mushrooms? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Just the 10 pounds of weed a little All bit. Right. Um the uh, Buncombe County Anti-Crime Task Force authorities decided to investigate, and this is according to the cert warrant, a possible marijuana growing operation after review of power records. Ouch! So, 
I've always said that that sparks from somewhere. Um, so let me finish this up. We'll comment on it. Um, Morgan sent an agent to the home acting as a parcel delivery driver. The agent stated as soon as he opened the basement, as uh, Brukai, as Andre is his first name, as soon as Andre opened the basement door, he was able to smell a strong odor of raw marijuana, according to the warrant. Agents later identified through a photo. So then they got, you know, how the hell did they get to his basement door and parcel delivery? I got to say something. What's more unprovable than an odor of marijuana? That could be such bullshit, man. But just how do I get a warrant? I got to walk over there and I say that I smelt it, man. Who's, whose word is that? We covered man? stories in other, other uh, I think it was in Cali. I can't remember what state where they took that to court. And they, they it was beat. Fucking because A, man. They did, the judge said, look, the only reason you got a warrant is because you smelled. And so they set precedence in, in that state. Hopefully, Andre can get a good lawyer here. But and uh, There's some shit you know, that they pull over us, man. You know what I mean? And it's just pure bullshit. And if you do get a good enough lawyer... And invest enough money in it, man. I mean, right should win out. And I say should being the key word there. Yeah, and then, well, they wrote it up. to So to get the warrant, you know, it's not, you know, just super easy to get a warrant. I guess it depends on what judge you're dealing with. It sure with. does. So in the warrant, um, the, the, the agent, Morgan, wrote that marijuana grows require many different types of growing equipment items to operate effectively. Most of the items are large in size and can take a considerable amount of room. The warrant reads, Growers must keep numerous items like fertilizer and potting soil to keep marijuana plants growing and health. These items are hard to conceal and most of the time take years to accumulate. I don't know what the hell he's talking about, (laughs) man. It's like a dude that's just talking because he needs to say something, but he doesn't really know what he's going to say, you know? Interesting. I mean, not, I mean, let's get off the the bus here, transition over to... uh, What's up? I, I said that sucks. I hope when that guy gets off probation, he moves out to Colorado and becomes a fucking great grower. Uh, you, the, you, there are so many wide array of grow stories from, man, they found me with my 20 lights and nothing happened, to, man, they found me with my 20 lights and I got 20 years. So Yeah. A lot of fat. Yeah, that's why it's best to operate uh, in a cesspool, man. You know, if you're gonna if you if you <laughs> if you're going to try to do some illegal shit, operate in a place where there's probably somebody that did something way more fucked up than you to deserve that jail cell, man. You know, yeah, somewhere like in uh, Mississippi or I don't know, <laughs> no. they're pretty harsh down there. Someplace like South, dude, Florida, down in, uh, I think it's in Mississippi. This is off the top of my head. Um, they're trying to campaign the marijuana policy project down there, I believe is, and they're trying to ban the fundraising and the campaigning for legalization because the founder of the marijuana policy project, I believe, has a felony. And guess what? The felony was for <laughs> cultivation of marijuana. Weed. Really. Wow. Ridiculous, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, anyway, uh, should be in a last we had a, set song, man. Parlay, Parlay Dadon, D A D O N. I don't know. Do you know who Parlay Dadon is? I don't know what those words mean. <laughs> okay, well, he had an impromptu trip to Denver. Hopped on board. His wife had a business trip or something out here, and he's able to last minute. Let me just read it. My wife had a business conference in Denver. Got a last minute flight to make the trip. This is, this is a dispensary view from an out-of-towner, from a recreational point of view. So, guys, the clone store. At the clone store, he was able to buy seeds, pick up hemlock, LA, which is L.A. Confidential Cross of Durban Poison. That's the bank genetics, I believe. All seed varieties available were L.A. Confidential Crosses. This was back in July. I thought you had to be a resident to buy seeds. I think you just have to be over 21, maybe. Not sure, man. Um, I'm listening to not sure either, but, Manu Dada, man, you know. 
Well, he and he went to the, the I've heard of the Pink House. The Pink House says it seems they really specialize in various indicas, and they had different price tiers for any budget. I'm sure, yeah, you can get some like $75 a gram concentrates there, some crazy shit, you know? Or you can get a, a joint caviar out, like sprinkled in keef and then wrapped with shatter, <laughs> you know? I forgot what the, You've seen those, I'm sure, around, right? I People have, People had man. them at the cup. Caviar, so, dude, the I don't know rocks, them. whatever the fuck they call that shit. <laughs> dude, I forgot about that, yeah. Um, the clinic, he visited the clinic. Um, he said they had great strains, but he wasn't able to purchase seeds there. As a rec user, you are allowed to purchase a max of seven grams. I'm wondering, yeah, I'll have to get into that. With I was thinking maybe he couldn't buy seeds because he got into the system real quick. If the system's that efficient that he bought seeds over at another store. So he says as a rec user, you can only buy a quarter. So does that mean because they see his ID if he tried to go dispensary hopping? Basically, it's not going to work, is what I'm thinking. Right, right, man. Uh, I don't know. I've never. I wouldn't think so. I mean, I mean, I don't. I, I guess so. Maybe they did just just design the system this year or last year, right? So it should be pretty modern. Maybe, maybe it isn't. We got to take. I'll convince my uh, family. I need like <laughs> two weeks off life, and me and Scotty are going to do the Colorado dispensary tour. Like hit everyone. Holy shit! <laughs> I don't know if we could do it in two weeks. We probably could do it in two weeks. <laughs> no, I don't think so, man. It sounds like one of those crazy uh, challenges, man. Dude, it'd be the uh, the no the, way. The, the dude in Scotty's comprehensive guide. Yeah. Anyway, there's no way it would take us six months. I bet. Yeah, it's just my weak spot as far as because obviously being a grower, um, it's not something I need to do. And why the hell am I going to go spend all that money if I got you know me me my friends and the DGC to share some herb with? So. Speaking of that, I hope we do run into some people in the cup, man. I'll be rolling up some J's of the Island Sweet Skunk and I don't know, all kinds of shit. That was fun last year, and it was just like a, you know, weed show-off time. We'll be hitting the DGC, too, man. I mean, you've got your cuts rolling. I've got a few more cuts. Dr. J, hopefully Extractor Man's going to grow on. Moby Dill, I hope, is going to grow on. Just some local guys. I know that everybody wants it. Come to the cup, and I'll have tons of cuts for all my DGC homies, man. But, uh... That's where they're staying. They're staying in Colorado, man. <laughs> yeah, I got uh, I got the two cuts from you, and uh, the smaller of the two didn't make it, but it looks like this bigger one I've had now for probably at least over a week. It's starting to barely push a new set of leaves, and it's in a two-inch wrapped rock wool, so I haven't seen the roots yet, but I think I think we're set. Nice, man. I'm going to go so, make some uh, more cuts today, and I'm actually going to root them up. I'm going to hang out with the uh, Colorado Magic Board guys this evening, and uh, I'm going to show them what that life can do, how I'm using that life. Maybe I'll even ask if they will hold the video camera for me, man, and we'll do we'll, you're dipping it right in the life, right? I do. Straight I do. Up. I take a little shot glass, put some life in a shot glass, maybe, what, a tablespoon. Uh, then I'll just dip them in there for a few seconds, and then I'll make a solution out of it. And I don't remember. I, I was making it really heavy. I was barely even measuring uh, <laughs> with the life. I think I put two ounces in in my gallon because, uh, I don't know, I figured if I'm dipping it straight in there, you know, then I then it's probably not too sensitive to it. If you can put it straight in there, why not use it heavy if you're going to dilute it? Just just yeah. my thoughts, man. And uh, like I said, I have not been doing a bunch of regimented experiments in the grow. I will be back to that. I you know, was just over at Way to Grow this morning. Shout out to them, man. So it's such wonderful people. And uh, uh, just really cool, man. They're sponsoring this experiment, man. And I'm putting six barrels up, six 55-gallon drums up, and I'm going to be able to do three by, you know, 
head to head to head, I should say, meaning that three different nutrients growing in veg under the same lights, and uh, we'll really be able to see if there's any difference in them. What lights, man? Don't you got four different kinds of LEDs? How are you going to pull that? No, off? I just got these four Raptor 1000s that I'm using right now in my flowering room. Oh, okay. And yeah, the, I've got a couple spaces. I, I normally have room for like six lights in there, so like this space in front where I film, I figured that's where I'll put the the kind of demo lights or whatever we want to call them. You know, the uh, the LEDs that I'll be trialing. And uh, except for the Raptor LED that Gromow and I are building, I'm going to put that bitch right to work because I know exactly what that bitch will do. You know, I see, I've seen it, you know, so I'm going to put that right to work in my bedroom. Cool. Yeah. In your bedroom? In my bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of lights in your bedroom, I got my folks coming out for Christmas and I got two eight bulb T5s down in their bedroom. <laughs> it's like... It's not a bedroom. It's just a big open basement area, but I, I can't, I straight up have to leave. I mean, they're here for a week. Usually if somebody's hanging out and I got plants and veg, I don't mind shutting the shit off for a little bit, you know, but my lights come on early and they go off really late for that 18.6 light cycle. And uh, I think I might have to hang up like some type of curtain, privacy, privacy know, curtain. Something, Cause I might, I'm not willing to shut down my lights just for my folks. Oh, that is so sweet. Uh, so check out, <laughs> Uh, the weed breathalyzer, man. Oh, no. Uh, Do I have to? Just okay, I'll, I'll update on it. We talked about it. The uh, I put through a picture up on this one from Super Troopers, sure. man, where you got the guy holding the bag of weed up. And the funny thing is, it's like the cop holding it. Like, I forgot what he says right at this point. But he's straight up trying to say, you know, is this your herb or whatever? fucking with the guy and i get my new phone the, the other day and the lady was trying to switch the pictures over as i talked about wednesday and it the first time she tried she showed me my phone and she goes so are these your pictures and, uh, and one of the pictures was this guy in super troopers and i didn't you know it was just my downloads it wasn't my actual phone pictures and i was like do you think um i took this picture of a higher patrol guy holding up a bag of weed at me like <laughs> and she's like oh good good point anyway if you haven't seen Super Troopers, get really high and check it out. Nice, man. Definitely worth Hell it. Hell yeah. Uh, dude and Scotty, I was listening to the show today, and weed breathalyzers came up, and I thought I'd send in a different point of view. I live in Canada and work for one of these creepy companies that like to piss test their employees on a regular basis. Hope they pay you for 24 hours a day, too, man. You know, because you're controlling you 24 hours a day. They ought to pay you for it. Yeah, so needless to say, it's been quite a while since I've been able to smoke. Six and a half years, if anyone is counting. Dear God. With the changes that are supposed to be happening here soon, my work came out and said at our monthly meeting that even with legislation, legislation, there would still be zero tolerance until there is more accurate way to test. If and when they actually try to fire some fire someone for smoking at home on days off after legalization, there's going to be a huge court battle, and we just hope it doesn't come to that. But with a new way of testing, it means my coworkers and I will have freedom to do as we please. For the record, I think all testing is creepy and in, uh, an invasion of privacy. Me too, brother. I just thought I'd throw my my two cents in. Just another uh, piece to a very complicated puzzle. Absolutely love the show, guys. Look forward to it every week, and I'm learning a ton. My only experience grow is planting a seed out of shitweed in the backyard and that never grown longer than a month or two. This spring, I'm hoping to do my first indoor grow and I'm thinking a 4x4 tent with one of those Sun System 315s. Still working out the details. Cool, man. Um, Excellent, man. Excellent. Yeah, dude, I, I like that 4x4 tent with 315 rocket. I do too, and I got much respect for this dude, man, who loves to smoke and as he says right here, kids have to eat, right? <laughs> 
You're right, man. A lot of times we we really sacrifice, and it it sucks that we have to sacrifice. You know, just like we were talking, uh, we did an interview a couple of days ago. Oh, man, I can't remember who was talking about it, but they were quoting. It was J.R. Token, man. He was quoting Rita Marley, and how you know all the uses that you use, all, all all the different reasons you use cannabis, man. And it's not just for one. You know, it's for a multitude of reasons, man. It helps me with my appetite. You know, if I got a stomach ache, it, it's a great. It's my best medicine. You know, if uh, I'm stressed out and uh, feeling like an asshole about something, it helps me recalibrate. You know, and come back with a different different thought process. You know, uh, it helps me sleep. You know, there's all these different reasons, man. And to give that up, you know, for a paycheck, man, to feed your family is, is you know, that's a hell of a sacrifice, man. There's a lot of men that wouldn't do that. So it's cool as shit in a, in a shitty, Definitely. in a shitty way. That's, that, that, that's manly, man. That's manly. Cool as shit in a shitty way. <laughs> yeah, it is, man. I wish you didn't have to, man. I wish you were able to enjoy, you know, and, and use the cannabis as, as the amazing medicine that it is, man. Yeah, and I'll give, uh, that was from Terry. I'll give a, t- a tip on, uh. If you're going to block that 315 in that tent and you, you're in an area where you don't have heat buildup and you can handle your heat, I mean, 315 will grow you plenty of personal stash. Yep. But let's yep. say you want to have a party and hang out with your friends. Put, try two 315s in a 4x4 tent, man. That's that's called that's just a little crazy, but if you could keep it cool enough, I, I like it. Yes, yeah, well, so, you can probably do that anyway. 630. That would probably fit in there, right? I don't think that's bigger than four Ooh. foot. Ooh. Now you're talking. The two that that would be a lot cleaner. I think a three. But, if you got a four by four tent, I think a three by three gets you know a three by three footprint, a really hardy footprint with the you know whatever spillover you get, uh, works really well for a four by four. I would just rock that single three fifteen. Never worry about heat issues. Never worry about any weirdness with the electricity. You know three fifteen. You know shit. There's tons of things that take more than three hundred and fifteen watts. Yeah, I just can't think of any true. of them right now. Right. uh what's up man this is uh i see here on my official we are organized as you've heard me say before i have an official format yeah man it is time it's time for a shout out to real growers if you have not heard sweet pretty much scotty real he claims (laughs) to be a real grower realgrowers.com get the recharge Get that dank. Uh, also, whatever else we have hanging out. Sometimes there's some grow more optic foliar over there. Whatever's rotating through, um, but there's always recharge. Uh, definitely, you can hook it up directly through the site or over at Amazon.com and just search Real Growers Recharge and try it, man. What's the, to get into it for a trial for the eight ounce is twenty seven or twenty nine or some shit. Yes, yeah, thirty bucks, man. Twenty nine ninety five, man. And plus, you should you should use the Dude Grows discount. Coupon code DUDE. Save yourself 10%. Whoa. How much is that? 10% off. Saves you three bucks. Okay, cool. I mean, I remember for a while you had that shit heavy. Like, I think there was a while it was like a 25%, and then you I, realized you were just not making any money at all. You know, man. <laughs> like, I'm just poor. The dude will call me out on it every now and again. He'll say, uh, do, you know, do you actually do the math, man? And, nah, not really, man. Just make microbes. <laughs> you know? <laughs> It's a great way, guy. That's uh, that's the number one way I'd say to support the show. Uh, so, and you know what? It pimps your garden, and it, it, you're gonna be happy with it, guaranteed. Yep. So let's move on though. Good to, stuff. Uh, man. Good stuff. You got a couple sto- a couple stories here. Um, I see something about they want uh, uh, medical patients to give up the guns. Yep. To trying to take our guns. Man, I uh, just right. you see all this crazy stuff. Remember, you wanted to talk. This is your this is your opening, man. You wanted to talk about your whole last week. That whole mass shooting thing happened, and you were ready to talk about guns, man. So, you know, I just think it's kind of bullshit, man. That 
if you grow weed or if you smoke weed even, you know, if you just admit that you like to smoke weed, that you're not capable of owning a gun, that's crazy, man. You can, you know, I know it sounds crazy. Dude, they even sent out, it says, so over in Illinois, medical marijuana patients were, were being refused the right to gun ownership. Um, wait, let's see here. While the controversial issue of Illinois' medical marijuana patients being refused the right of gun ownership was eliminated by state regulators last April, did not prevent the state police from sending out notices to a number of participants in the program last week, informing them that their firearm privileges had been revoked. But doesn't that first sentence say I don't they eliminated? Know, man. You know, now I got to read the whole fucking thing, man. All right. Reports indicate that the Illinois State Police mistakenly sent out letters to yeah, a handful see. of patients recently suggesting that their desire to hold a medical marijuana card has rendered their firearms permission null and void. I don't even know how to feel about this because now they just are like, hey, you know, like, I know it's uh, I know this is a lie, but send this out anyway, just to just to get their guns anyhow, man. That's like, yeah, many patients were saying they'd rather would rather buy weed from the black market than just give up our constitutional rights. So, yeah, that's crazy. Uh, man. And I mean, they really do. Uh, and I know if you get caught with a little bit, you know, if you get caught with those nine plants in Edgewater, Florida, like that guy did, uh, you see it's they're or the guy in Asheville or whatever like that, it's one thing, you know, and it's, you know, that guy in Asheville is probably looking at a few years, man. Well, if uh, you have a gun, boom, all of a sudden there's all these minimum mandatories that you fall into and, you know, becomes, you know, having a deadly weapon and all this crazy shit, man. And it really shouldn't be that way, man. You could have a gun in your home and be growing a little bit of weed in your home and, just be keeping that gun in case that somebody somebody comes in to defend and to defend yourself. Honestly, if you grow weed in your home, you become a very attractive target for us, you know, a home invasion and a home invasion. The best defense, you know, I said this a couple of days ago to a buddy, man. The the best defense against everybody getting their doors kicked in or more people getting their doors kicked in across this country is not knowing what the fuck somebody's got on the other side man you know you can go you know a little old lady could have a 357 magnum or she probably wouldn't she probably have more like a 38 man but you know a little old lady could be could be strapped and you know you kick her door in and she's shooting through the door you know, so that's what keeps people from doing that in a lot of neighborhoods man not everybody lives in a cute suburbia and when you uh grow weed you're a fucking target man all of a sudden people expect you to have cash in your house and they expect you to have a fucking easily sellable black market item in your house man and uh it ain't gonna be the the, the church coming knocking asking for it either man yeah and i mean you can't tell i mean if you have if you want to pull some stats on like gun violence how about you know i'm sure there's plenty that can relate to gun violence and alcohol um as we like to play that in the, the ongoing debate with marijuana the comparisons to alcohol but uh, I used out here in Colorado. I went and bought a, a, a twenty-two Ruger, like a ten twenty-two Ruger. Little, you know, go out and target shoot my kid. And I used my medical marijuana card as part of my state. You know, that's a state. <laughs> I, that's given through the state. He's just like now. Nah, you just rub it in. Not a problem. Totally took it. Um, and on the record, I do not have that gun at my in my house or on my property because you know that's where you don't ever want to be you know i've talked to a attorney yeah, that's what the lawyers and, always tell us man anytime we talk to lawyers they yeah, ever, ever ask them if you can keep a gun on the property man they always tell you unfortunately no a big firm no you want me to take this case and be able to beat it or have a leg to stand on get you a deal 
then don't have a you know don't have a, a weapon because that's just an extra charge with a whole bunch of extra extra points added, man. Yeah, any of you growers, legit or not, or whatever, or Colorado or anywhere, you know, be thinking about that with what you're doing. If you got guns, especially, you know, like Glocks or pistols or that type of shit. But still, we covered a story where they were fucking with this guy. He had his they laid out his three like specialized hunting rifles. You know, yeah, I mean it's but it's check guns what, he had. Were weapons on on the premises? Check yes or check no. If check yes, add five. You know, add fifty eight points to the sentence. You know, or whatever. You know what I mean to the guidelines, yeah. man. They've got these guidelines and they don't just pull it out of their ass. They go, man, you you scored an eighty seven, man. You know that eighty. You got eighty seven points for this crime, man. Or that's what we're charging you with man that's a you know seven to ten years minimum mandatory or you know, five year minimum mandatory you know anything above 50 points is a minimum mandatory they're fucked up like and not fucked up but it's not it's not just guessing and trying to be mean to somebody they got this shit down to a science over there man yeah over there at the da's office uh, i wouldn't man. call it a science no but it's the uh, art uh, of punishment man that's what it should say, it should say in the justice building man the art of punishment in Latin, of course. Do you man, want me to you know? read this, or do you want to read it? Hit it, uh, man. So you want to be a better grower. So you want to be a better grower. This was, this right. was adorable. Okay, man? It brought me back. Adorable rating. <laughs> Growing pot is really easy, and it will make you filthy rich. Rich beyond your wildest dreams. In fact, you should quit your job, move to California or Colorado, and fill your house with lights. What could go wrong? <laughs> right? I, I thought this it. was funny, man. Does this sound a little naive to you? It should, but unfortunately, this has been the mentally of the mentality of so many pot entrepreneurs since the Ogden memo and de facto legalized. I totally remember that, yep. man. That was October. I do believe you called me. That was right after you called. And you called me like a week later, didn't you? Pretty sure. Yeah, it was. It was General Holder. I yep. thought it was. Um, but uh, regardless, yeah, because that from that day on, I worked retail. And the store was ape shit for months. Was, well, they just anyway. came and said they were not going to spend any resources busting people that are complying with state marijuana laws. I don't know what the hell they call resources, but um, definitely are full of shit. <laughs> the problem is that in order to live off growing and selling pot, you absolutely have to treat growing and selling pot well, like an actual job. Besides here are all the things that can and have go wrong, gone wrong for so many get-rich-quick schemes. Yeah, this is from the Cannabis Men. They're always really good over there. They got great writing. They, you know, they do a good Twitter, man. You should definitely check it out. But um, I thought this was really funny, man, because... That's the the weed arm of the... Of the Denver uh, Post. The, uh, Denver yeah. Post. And so I, I just think that they do a cool. really good job with... Uh, I don't know, man. Just everybody thinks they can come here and it's going to be so easy, man. And there is so much that can go wrong, and you could lose so much money so fucking fast. That's that's number one. Growing pot, good pot isn't easy. Uh, good is good underlined, pot. by the way. Yeah, uh, growing good pot takes scientific knowledge, time, and attention. Study up, people. All right, number two, pests can destroy your crop. Uh, bugs and diseases can destroy your crop, creating a negative ROI. That would be return on investment. For that cycle. Uh, this is one. Here we go. Number three. The market price has dropped. <laughs> so many people have been growing pot that the supply has gone up exponentially faster than demand. I don't, I don't know if it's, it's a ton faster than Not demand, dank. But man. lowering. Not dank, but yeah, regular shit. You know, regular, what do we call them? I'm going back. The droves, man. The droves. During the height of prohibition, even bad pot could sell for up to 3000 a pound. Today in California and Colorado, you can't even give it away sometimes. <laughs> I don't know. Only the best of the best will fetch that kind of money in this market unless you take it across state lines for sale, which leads to the next point. Nice. <laughs> 
It's still federally illegal. Although you may be making money now, you could potentially go bankrupt, fighting charges, or find yourself in jail. The prices drop so low in some states that many farmers have res- resorted to sending their product across state lines to increase their profit. Doing so will put you in violation of the Controlled Substance Act of 1970 and could land you in jail for years. Is that even a crime anymore? Remember, in parentheses here, <laughs> remember that federal judges are bound by law to issue mandatory minimum sentence for drug crimes. Ouch. Yeah, that's some serious shit. Ouch. Um, what's up? I just said, ow. That hurts, man. The minimum okay. mandatory. I don't like hearing those words, man. It's hard to hear those words. There is, uh, okay, another point here. There's no accountability. And finally, because it's still federally legal, there's no accountability in business. Your partner could screw you over, your crop can get stolen, and there's no legal resource recourse for you to take. And there would be in any other legitimate business. Still interested in growing pot? Remember that you need two things, knowledge of cannabis and knowledge of business. You have essentially now started your first small business. You may have employees to pay and actual work to right. do. Many a grower who lives the li- the high life, the first couple this, of months. I thought this was really uh, funny, man. This really resonated with me because this was me and all my friends back in the 90s and early 2000s, man. <laughs> Many a grower whose lives live the high life in the first couple months after harvest may be found scrounging pennies to buy ramen before the next. <laughs> right? Unfortunately, anyone who treats growing pot like a well-funded frat party, you're going to go broke fast. Proper budgeting is essential. Whether your garden is set up continuously to continuously harvest or harvest once every three months, you need to calculate your return on investment and create a monthly budget to live and operate your business on. While it may be tempting to spend all your profit, it is wise to stash some away every month for rainy days. And there are always way more of those in cannabis cultivation than any other industry, including destroyed crops, broken equipment, and of course, legal fees. Ouch. So remember... Remember, growing cannabis can be lucrative, but for many, it's a bust in more ways than one. What do you mean? That was you, Scotty? I mean, I remember when I uh, when I lived down in Florida and I was like, you know, going to meet you for lunch someday or something, and then like you pulled up in the intercoastal on some fancy speedboat, like you remind me Vice. Okay, yeah, yeah, man, maybe, maybe it occurred to me to buy maybe. a speedboat one day, man. I don't know. <laughs> dude but uh yeah uh, anyway, definitely those are good old days man i was also single though man you know what i mean so who gives a shit what you do with your money is that what the salesman's like dude you're single this boat gets <laughs> paid, man. i don't even remember man it was one of those miami deals it's man. all good south, south not florida that deals, man. i left all that shit man i live in a very simple house now and drive a 1997 subaru legacy wagon and uh just God damn! Just trying my best for my wife and kids, man. That's Dude, all you 97, can do. Ninety-seven, man. I'm I'm in a ninety-two still, so you're getting <laughs> yeah, you're getting a little fancy. Fancy, man. I'm fancy. Uh, Bought her for thirty-five hundred, baby. <laughs> I don't know. It just doesn't doesn't matter. I was watching uh, Fast and Loud this morning, and they were talking about it. It was like you know this guy was down on his luck, and they uh, you guys might have seen the episode, and they uh, fix uh, the boss of a of a restaurant fixes like heads bartender's jeep up for him, and goes, I just want to have a car he can be proud of, you know. And I thought about that for a little bit, and I just never thought about being proud of my car or anything i guess when i had that porsche it was just a tactic to get laid really but you know i was never really proud of anything you know what i mean i didn't stake my pride on my car but uh i guess you know it makes sense though it does make sense i guess different strokes for different folks man well that'll uh hey one quick last one here <clears throat> this was titled florida florida uprooted to colorado sounds familiar <laughs> i um, know that guy This is from Nicholas, and basically, we'll hit it real quick. Being a Florida native, I've grown accustomed to many warm summers and cooler winters, and I'm finally leaving my cushy 
Bradenton Beaches. Is it on the golf side? Or That's on the golf side, side, yeah. Bradenton. It's nice. Clearwater, to Bradenton. For Colorado. Being someone who loves cannabis in all forms, how does the dude in Scotty Reel suggest someone like me comes to a legal state and want to work for a grower or dispensary? One love and may the growth be with you both. <laughs> yeah, um, man, you're going to have to do what Agboy did, which is just you know really tirelessly go out and meet people and introduce yourself to people and tell your story over and over and over again. Yeah, and balls to the wall. It always helps if you bring some weed that, that, that makes people go, who, who, who? Who that man? Who, who who brought this shit? That definitely helps, man. If you got some dank as a calling card, yeah, and take anything. I mean, to a pretty certain extent, take anything. If you, this is the industry you want to be in, take the job as a trimmer, take the job as a bud tender, and be the best at it. Be the hardest worker at it. I can tell you, I'm sure plenty of guys. If you want to go through and be like, well, tell me your your history in the in the industry. How did you get to this position? How did you get to being in charge of room number three with forty five lights? I'm not saying that's an awesome job, but no, I'm not sure that say, that is, man. Be I, careful what you wish for, man. You might want to go out and get yourself a a regular job and just enjoy growing three plants in veg, or if you're bringing a wife, six plants in veg and six plants in flower. For me, that that leaves a hobby, a wonderful hobby, you know. Um, yeah, there's a difference between the toker, like Scotty's saying, and you enjoy that end of it, or, you know, you got to have, you know, Scotty's roots were back down and not only growing herb, but bamboo, et cetera. I've been growing, whatever, house plants and gardening for many, many years. It was just that my grandpa was always a gardener. Growing was in my blood, and when I first saw people growing, I was like, I can do it better, was what sparked me to grow. But don't forget, like we say, well, if you want to be a commercial cultivation guy, um, like we know we run into, we're going to run into Jonathan over at Arch Green Solutions. He's the head commercial grower there. That motherfucker's working his ass off. Working Super hard. busy guy. He's driving the work every day, um, man. You know what I'm saying? And God love it. He's living the dream. But, you know, man, for me, I go downstairs and play, you know, enjoy his hanging out and smoke a bowl on my six plants. If I want to trim them, I trim them. If I don't want to trim them and go take a nap, I can do that too. And there ain't nobody to yell at me. And there ain't no inspector that's going to call, you know, knock on my door. As soon as, as soon as the inspectors and, you know, having to share your garden with the government came into play, I'm out, man. You know, I don't want that shit. I don't, you know, not for nothing, but I don't need people in my house, man. It's just bullshit. Right. Well, good luck either way on getting out here. And if you decide <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to go negative on, on the conversation, man. Yeah, I, I was mean, like, okay. Yeah, yeah d- dig on it, man. I mean, you come out here and you introduce yourself to a ton of people, show up at a ton of dispensaries, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's And like you said, I mean, Egg Boy would be a success story, so... It's not like it can't happen. No, you just got to talk to a lot of people. We'll, we'll see. Pound we'll see. Pavement. There's all those industry expo shows, but I bet you that's exactly where where everybody's thinking. That you know what I mean? I guess you could start with a, like a cannabis temps agency. I think they get trimmers there too. But that's t- that's a tough yeah. racket, man. Get your licensing going on right away if you're going to do it too. Get your uh, MED marijuana enforcement division employment like badge, and they're going to do a hefty background check on you. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, you want to get those felonies so, uh, expunged. all right we got to put it in the bag guys it's friday and i got shit to do thinking about going snowboarding and whatnot a little recreating right and uh appreciate you guys out there dude gross crew and the support and you people that have become members uh if you heard wednesday's show we're working our butt off 
Definitely trying to get you guys good content, get more guests on here, and go win a meme, man. Go 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 win the meme contest, guys. Get some holiday picks up there. Be creative. Get yourself a Mars LED. Uh, we'll announce that before Christmas time. Let's see here. What day is Christmas? It's probably the 25th still, right? You know, I think it is, man. I don't think they changed it. Okay. That's a Friday. So officially, we won't be doing a show. I don't know. We get creative sometimes. Right. Um but by uh, whatever that that by the end of before Christmas, man, yeah. we'll announce the winner. We'll make sure it's under your tree, man. Why don't we have, dude? Why don't we have the goal of making sure <laughs> that it's under the tree for Christmas, man? I don't know about that. <laughs> You'll know you got it coming. I don't know about <laughs> under your tree. I have to see what I can work out with. Sam. All right, deal. Cool. I'm out, Scotty. We'll be back Monday with Groto. Right. Send in your questions, guys. Don't, don't forget. Uh, Go over to dogrows.com, hit the submit button. Also, we're going to have Lieutenant uh, Dude Commander Fella. <laughs> Lieutenant Commander Dude Fella. Week. Yes, there we go. I haven't gotten too many questions. It doesn't matter. Either way, we're going to have a great sit-in. Uh, he is in Internet Cybersecurity. He wants to have any kind of questions you guys got on privacy issues, etc. Using proxy, exploring the, the interwebs deep, code red style, something like that. Excellent. I'm going to get a hold of him. I got a couple questions right now, man. I don't really think. Yeah, I got a few. Yeah, as well. I don't really think that uh, that there's 150 people in Russia that are all <laughs> making uh, accounts to register accounts on the on dudegrows.com this week, man. You know, it seems like an anomaly, doesn't it? Yes. <laughs> what do you mean, Russia? They don't do anything bad on the internet. <laughs> all right, oh, you just chat. Great, it's just great now, man. Shit. We love you. Guys, we love you Russians, man. Hey, we got some listeners out there. We're helping people grow the dank. So they're probably, you know, smoking. They're lear- they're going to be doing better work for you hackers because they're smoking some it's good true, weed. It's true, man. How to grow we are helping people show. in Russia How about grow that? weed. God damn it. I see, I see it on the Google Analytics, man. Cool. All right, I'm out for real. Catch you all soon. Take it easy, dude. Later. Oh,